Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Take a second today to subscribe, and you'll never miss another song or story. My friends, before we begin, I want to encourage you to go sign up for my free newsletter. You can find the link on my updated website, april8.com. And you know that eight is always spelled out. And I want to say that if you love these stories and you'd like to keep them coming on a steady basis, please take a moment to donate to this podcast with the link that's in the bio. Every little bit counts toward covering expenses and creating time for me to write these stories. I've heard from so many of you that your children have been asking for more stories. And, well, you all know how much I love to write them. But time is money, my friends. And if you'd like more, then you need to help me make that time to create this for your family. So I thank you for your consideration. And now it's time to move on to the long-awaited tale. It's tale number five of Mookie and the Magic Egg. But this series really started with Larkin and the Troll, which is episode 54. So if you want to go back and begin at the beginning... I highly recommend that you do that. I'm not sure you'll understand what's happening in this story if you haven't heard the ones that come before it. I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, ye time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones. And I'll tell you a fairy tale that I have come to know. And now it's time for our story. All right, my friends, here we go. Brisbane quickly eyed the sharp-toothed puppy and the little dragon with those long talons to see if they were really asleep. Once he decided that it was safe and sound, Brisbane skittered across the floor and nimbly climbed up the tablecloth and onto the kitchen table. Grandpa leaned down low on his elbows to get a closer look at this tiny talking mouse. Well, hello there. Now, just what did you say your name was again, Captain? Grandpa gestured a salute to the little mouse. I'm Brisbane, Brisbane the Conqueror, said Brisbane, importantly. There was a crack of thunder outside, and the lightning lit up the kitchen to magnify the tiny mouse, who was just about the same size as Grandpa's salt shaker. From what Mookie could see, this Brisbane seemed to be putting on some sort of show. He was flexing his, uh, muscles and puffing out his chest. Who was this tiny mouse trying to fool? A conqueror? Like somebody Mookie's teacher would talk about in social studies? Mookie looked over to see Grandpa trying hard to hold back a chuckle at this funny little mouse. But Grandpa, always so good to everyone he met, said politely, It's nice to meet you, Brisbane. Welcome to our home. Well, Brisbane bowed courteously and with a little 
flourish of his paw, he solemnly said to Grandpa, Why, thank you, sir. It's an honor. Mookie leaned down, too, and he squinted at the mouse. He had so many questions scrambling up his brain. He didn't even know where to start. But Mookie didn't have to decide because Brisbane, the conqueror, had questions of his own. Just what are you planning to do with that little dragon? asked Brisbane as he pointed over his shoulder at the snoring dragon curled up close to Mookie's sleeping dog, Shemaya. Looking at them, Mookie realized that that little dragon really did grow a foot today while he was in the woods with his friends. They were going to need to come up with a plan, and quickly. Mookie sighed. It had been a long day of trying to answer this very question. I don't know. Me and my friends and Grandpa here are still trying to figure that out. That's why we went to see that Chatterburger guy today. He said that you might be able to help us. Do you have any ideas? Hmm. Brisbane got a little glimmer in his eye. He started waving his little arms around as he spoke, painting the picture of a wondrous adventure that was starting to hatch in his mind. You know, he said with a little thrill in his voice, maybe we could fly on your dragon somewhere far away across the sea oh, to a deserted island on the other side of the world and we could hide her away there. Of course, we'd probably have to fight off evil sorcerers or dragon hunters or, or <gasps> sea monsters. Brisbane started jumping around like he was dodging spells and dragon nets and sea monster claws or all three at once. But hey, don't worry, friends. I've got skills. I've got my sword. Brisbane pulled out a small, sharpened twig from his belt, and he started brandying it about. It could take weeks or months, but we could fight our way through it. Or, better yet, Maybe we could climb to the top of the highest Himalayas. Those are super big mountains where dragons are fabled to live in the mythical Ring of Heaven. I read a book about that once. Yeah, that sounds kind of crazy. Let's do that. Mookie's eyebrows went way up in his hair, and Grandpa gave Brisbane a sideways look. Uh, Brisbane? That does sound kind of crazy, Mookie said. Grandpa wanted to know, could we maybe try finding someplace safe that's just a little bit closer? What do you think? Oh, man, I was afraid you'd say that. You sound like my friend Tom. Brisbane shook his head. He was going to come with me today, But his mom wouldn't let him. It's raining, dear, and it's awfully late. You shouldn't be going over there anyway, she said. She keeps such close tabs on him ever since he went off on his golden butterfly adventure. Now she makes him come home in the evenings as soon as the whippoorwill starts singing. 
<gasps> Not understanding much of what the mouse just said, Grandpa asked the only question he could think of. So, this Tom is a mouse? Brisbane laughed so hard he almost fell over. Yeah, right, a mouse. <laughs> no, no, Tom's a gnome. Oh, of course he is, said Mookie. A gnome. This list of magical creatures that Mookie had met in the last couple of weeks was getting pretty long. There was a dragon, a fairy, a chatterburger, a talking mouse. Did the troll count? And I'd just throw a gnome in there too, hmm? While you're at it. But Brisbane went on. You two don't even know where that dragon egg came from, do you? And he gestured over his shoulder at the sleeping baby dragon in their midst. Do you know how it ended up in your chicken coop? <sighs> well, Mookie was so surprised that his eyebrows were way back up in his hair again. How did you know about that? Mookie asked suspiciously. Uh, cause Tom and I put that dragon egg in your chicken coop. That's why. Why'd you do that? Mookie was standing on his feet now. Why'd you put that egg in there with Theodosia? My poor little chicken, she didn't know what to do with an egg that big. Well, that was Tom's idea, said Brisbane. He thought that a baby dragon would be safest with you and your grandpa while it was just little. Brisbane nodded at the two of them. How'd you even get in the chicken coop? Mookie asked. I've been trying to figure that out for a long time. Uh, well, I'm a mouse, right? I can go anywhere. That part was a cakewalk, said Brisbane, a little proud of himself. I scouted out your coop and I found a little hole in the floor. So I just popped in, unlatched the door for Tom. We put that egg in your favorite chicken's nest. And then I latched the door and we went out the hole. It probably took about two minutes. I don't have a favorite chicken, said Mookie, offended. I love all of them. Huh, okay, said Brisbane. And how did you guys even know about Grandpa and me and our chicken coop? Do you live in the neighborhood? asked Mookie, trying to consider if he'd ever seen anyone who might be a gnome walking down the sidewalk or on the swings at the playground. Hmm. No, we live in the woods. Well, Tom lives in the gnome village there, and I live with my folks in the stone wall by that old church over there. Gosh, that's a long walk for a mouse and a gnome. How did Tom know about Grandpa and me and our chicken coop? Oh, uh, I don't know, said Brisbane, shrugging casually. I might have told him about you. Well, how did you know then, asked Mookie. Brisbane's eyes started darting around, looking for an exit. Uh, hey, what what time is it anyway? Uh, mm, uh, is that a Whippoorwill's song I hear? I, I gotta go. And just as nimbly as Brisbane had gotten up on the table, he slid down Grandpa's checkered tablecloth and scampered through a hole in the floorboard so tiny that neither Mookie or Grandpa had ever seen it before. Wait, will you be back? 
Mookie hollered after the mouse. They heard Brisbane's tiny feet scuffle under the floorboard, and just the tip of his little nose and his whiskers stuck out of the hole as he called, Yeah, uh, I'll come back with Tom, maybe in the morning. And he vanished out of sight. It's raining pretty hard, my man. Maybe you should wait. Grandpa called out as a rumble of thunder shook the house and the rain picked up again. But it was too late. Brisbane was gone. Well, I'll be, is all Grandpa could say as he scratched his head. Mooks, you sure must be tired. Let's get you to bed and we'll manage all this in the morning. What do you say? Sounds like a good plan, Grandpa. Mookie yawned. See ya in the morning. Snip, snap, snout. For today, my tale is all told out. Thank you for listening to the April 8th Songs and Stories podcast. Subscribe today and never miss another story. Now, the very best places to follow me and my dog, Roxy, are on Instagram at April 8 Songs and Stories and on Facebook at April 8 and on my blog, April8.com. And that 8 is always spelled out E-I-G-H-T. Please share the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast with your family and friends and take a minute to write a review to help other parents find these stories for their children. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful, just as you are right now. Love!